This podcast is dedicated to the memory of David Faraday, Betty Lou Jensen, Darlene Farron, Cecilia Shepard, and Paul Stein, and to Michael Mejot and Brian Hartnell. This is Zodiac Speaking, a classic gunpoint Family podcast. I'm your host, Chris Garcia. The Kathleen Johns episode is perhaps the most cinematic of all the potential Zodiac crimes. Kathleen was taking her daughter up Highway 35, headed towards Petaluma. She did this a lot. And even now, as she was pregnant with her 10-month-old, she just kept going. After a while, she was flagged down by a passing motorist, flashing his headlights, pointing her to pull over. She did. Just east of South Bird Road. I don't know if that exit is still there today. I haven't done 132 in a while, but I spent a lot of time in this area, particularly by Patterson. The man was driving a light tan... American two-door, and it had the old California plates, which I believe are indicating the black plates with the yellow lettering. They had just gone over to the first round of blue plates with yellow letters, which could also be indicating very old, where the plates were much larger and white lettering, but it's hard to say. He said that the tire looked loose. And he said he would tighten it up for her, and she said that was fine. He looked like he was tightening the lug nuts on the 57 Chevy. And then he said goodbye. As she drove off, she had to stop the vehicle. For some reason, the tire had just fallen off. He drove alongside, offered her to take her to a service station. She, of course, said yes, grabbed her 10-month-old, and she reluctantly got into the car. This is where things get very interesting. He began to drive around the back roads of the Central Valley, around Tracy, Modesto, Patterson, that area. To, she said herself, drove around the country area, possibly near Tracy, for approximately one hour to one and one half hours. And several times she had asked the suspect if he intended to stop at a station. It's one of the things that was, uh, I believe, in Graysmith's book. But there are a couple of interesting notes. One, the interior of the car she described as messy. And she also noticed that it had men and children's clothing with books and papers. That's an interesting note. Because when we all think of Zodiac, we think of Zodiac as solitary. Why would he have children's clothing? Now, the more, I guess, paranoid is not the right word, but the ones who are looking for more depravity would say, well, they were from his children's victims who were never discovered. Children's murders are almost always discovered. It's very rare that they're not. Could be that he was a child molester and was keeping them as trophies. That's a possibility, of course. 
but it seems to more speak of a family man. Because if you look at my car with my two kids, I've got kids' clothes all in the back. I've got my clothes around the car. My car's a mess. I believe this is speaking to the fact that whoever's car she was in was a man with a family. They drove past service stations, even ones with the lights on and people in them, and he would say they were closed. And at one point, somewhere around Patterson or Tracy, I see it listed as Tracy, but I know they went through Patterson at one point, a Patterson, a town I spent a fair amount of time in, and he stopped at an intersection stop sign. And Kathleen grabbed her daughter and ran across a vineyard where she hid in a drainage ditch. And she says in the Graysmith book, I couldn't handle it anymore. So I decided the next time he came to one of those Hollywood stops, you know, not a complete stop, that he made at a different stop signs, I was going to jump out. Suddenly, the car came to a halt. The man had inadvertently driven up a freeway off-ramp. Interesting note there. She hid in the drainage ditch, and apparently he scanned with the black rubber flashlight that was also in the car that she had seen. And looked around, and didn't find her, and so he left. In the police report, she said that the suspect went west on Highway 132, pulled into a Richfield service station that was closed, believed to be Chrisman Road. That one's still there, for sure. Uh, no longer Richfield service station, of course. At one time, they did come to a lighted city, which she believed to be Tracy. Probably wasn't. Might have been Mendota. Might have been Patterson. Hard to say. Um, after Kathleen fled into the field, the vineyard, she flagged down a couple from Missouri. And they took her to the police station in Patterson, which took about 20 minutes. How many times have I done the drive from Tracy to Patterson? Mostly to go to the Target, honestly. Then it was about 20 minutes. Now it's maybe a little less. It's just a couple of easy. It's a little longer, I mean. It's a weird path. And it was at the station in Patterson where Kathleen Johns saw the picture of the suspect in the Paul Stein murder and said that was the man who did it. Now, she was, says, hysterical. Uh, it's, it, the duty sergeant said that she was at a hysterical demeanor, which, frankly, yeah, of course. There are two questions that always come up with this. One, was it Zodiac? And two, if it was Zodiac, why didn't he kill her? It's impossible to say at this point why he wouldn't have. But the likeliest deal is that it wasn't. That he heard about it. He read the newspaper reporting and added it to his letter. This brings the possibility of the Zodiac, the first two, what we consider the canonical Zodiac crimes, being another killer's. And he simply incorporates him into his mythos with the letter writer doing the second and the, th the third and the fourth murders. And the first and the second possibly not even being connected. But somehow he had knowledge of them. It's possible. But Kathleen Johns does open up a larger point that I'm going to actually delve into in the next episode. The Central Valley murders of the 1970s. There were many. 
that haven't been solved. And a couple of them that seem, and people, I had no idea about them until someone actually started writing me about them. And we went back and forth a couple of times and an interesting note or two. But what's fascinating here is that this crime, this abduction, was less about doing something and more about terror. It was about a personal terror that he wanted to experience. Now, in a way, you can see one of the big reasons why I don't think it was Zodiac was the parallel between Stein, the Stein murder, and this one. Stein was nearly as much a captive as Kathleen Johns. He was working. His job was to take the person from point A to point B. The difference is Stein was driving and thus was less able to defend himself to make choices. But here, the driver is in control of the situation. And driving around that area, there were any number of places he just could have pulled over and shot her or stabbed her. But the thing is, there was nothing that he could have known about Kathleen Johns before he picked her up. Because he randomly flagged her down. Now, maybe he had been, he had followed her before she left. Doesn't seem likely, but maybe. Maybe he didn't do anything because of the fact that she had a child with her. Which then, of course, brings the question, well, then why are all the kids closing there? Which is likely because he has kids of his own and blah, 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 blah. But also, the Zodiac who did the other crimes wouldn't be driving around in a messy car. There are too many things that are out of step, out of sync. Moreover, the bigger issue is that this is a space that he controls. It is his space. He would be murdering in his space if it was Zodiac. I think that doesn't make sense. Because in all of his other cases that we know of, for certain at least, or mostly certain, he's inserting himself into a search situation in a place that is not his own. There are few places your own, as much your own as your car. And obviously if it was messy, the way he was treating it was as his own. This is key, I think, to the whole story. How do we perceive the Zodiac? He is not someone who would bring his victims into his home, but instead someone who would go to a place to insert terror. If there was going to be a murder in this one, it was going to be in the car. I think the point was probably kidnapping, because he never brandished a weapon. And I think part of the reason why he just didn't pull over, I think he was trying to get to some place where he could either assault her, or perhaps even more terrifyingly, trying to bring her to his home and hold her there. It's a possibility. But I think it is too far removed from the ideas of the Zodiac, who, for everything we know, like to get in and get out pretty darn quick. At least at the beginning. Certainly with Stein. This doesn't fit. There are too many loose ends. Interesting post note is that the car was burned afterwards. Why would he do that? 
Why would he go back, find the car, and burn it? There may have been some evidence of some sort. Or maybe it was actually purposely done as a way to terrorize Johns. It's hard to say. Kathleen Johns died in 2002. I believe her daughter is uh, currently living in uh, Jennifer Johns. That's her name. I believe Jennifer Johns is currently living in San Diego. Oh, I'd actually forgotten <laughs> that she had left San Bernardino going up to Petaluma. I do not believe this is Zodiac. But it was part of a... I don't want to say sensation, but a... Or a movement, even. But a milieu, an idea that you could terrorize individuals and communities by doing crimes against individuals that seem to have untargeted motives. Zodiac came from that, played, and it may have even realistically started it. The next one I'm going to look at the Central Valley murders, and then I hate to have to do this, but I know I have to. I'm going to start looking at some suspects. And the first one is going to be the one that has gotten the most attention in the last couple of years because of a few books. And I think you'll, those of you who have paid attention to the case may well know who I'm talking about. So stay tuned. Mm -hmm.